Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun Welcome to another episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, That was really, really fun to do, really fun to talk about. And this week, I'm going to get into a very interesting episode, another interesting topic, Mormons. Uh, Long before Trey Parker and Matt Stone wrote the hit 
Broadway musical, The Book of Mormon, South Park did an entire episode based on, well, Joseph Smith and Mormons. And the episode that I will be reviewing today is all about Mormons. Now, like I said, this episode was done before the Broadway musical The Book of Mormon came out. Um, you guys know we're in 2003. The first showing of The Book of Mormon would not come out for seven plus years. The first uh, performance of The Book of Mormon was February 24th, 2011 in New York City at the Eugene O'Neill Theater. Now, uh, the play, or the, or the musical, has ended up grossing over $500 million. And in 2011, was a pretty big winner at the Tony Awards. Uh, how big? Well, let me tell you. Besides winning the big award, Best Musical, they also won Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, Best Featured Actress in a Musical, Best Direction of a Musical, Best orche Orchestrations, Best Scenic Design, Best Lighting Design, and Best Sound Design. They won nine awards at the Tonys. And then you add another five, they were nominated for 14 Tony Awards that year. Very, very impressive. But I'm not here to talk about the Book of Mormon, the Broadway musical, or the actual Book of Mormon, but I'm here to talk about this episode, all about Mormons. And who knows, maybe this episode inspired Trey Parker and Matt Stone to end up creating the Broadway musical. So, Let's take a look at this week's episode, All About Mormons. This episode originally aired on November 19th, 2003. This actually would be the last November episode because there would be no episode the next week because it was Thanksgiving, and that's sort of where the tradition of not doing an episode the week of Thanksgiving, I think, really begins. So Trey Parker wrote and directed this episode, and we begin the episode at the school where we are introduced to a brand new student by the name of Gary Harrison. And Gary Harrison, he's just a happy kid. He's just a very happy kid. Uh, we find out that he is a wrestling champion and a tennis champion, and he's got a 4.0 grade average. And he's just really happy and he's hoping to meet brand new people and make brand new friends here. Well, the boys really aren't into this kid. So, the, later we go outside and the boys are talking about Gary and they think he's pompous. They think, you know, he's so good. Was he done? And in the end, they choose stand to fight and beat up Gary. So Gary figures from Stan that well, all right, well, you're going to beat me up. Go right ahead. Just 
go right ahead, beat me up. I know. Hopefully one day we can be friends. So, so, after having this confrontation, Stan comes back and he tells the guys that he ended up getting invited to dinner to Gary's house. So we get to see the entire Harrison family. And they're playing a version of the game of life called Living, which is sort of funny, you know, because you can't really, you know, you can't really get the, you know, the rights to use the game of life. But anyway, Stan is introduced to the whole family and they say hello. And we find out from Gary that he has two brothers and two sisters, including the youngest one, Amanda, who is a baby. And it's so funny the way she says hello. She's like, hello, Stan! Or something like that. So they are in the middle of family game night, which is a night where there's no TV on, and they play games, they sing songs, they do reading books, they do all these different things to entertain themselves. And you know, thinking about it, that's not a bad idea, especially in this day and age with, you know, your cell phones and Netflix and all that. Might not be a bad idea to do one of those nights like that. So then, uh, the dad and the family talk about Joseph Smith. So, Stan has never heard of Joseph Smith. He has no idea. So, the dad brings out the Book of Mormon. And this is where the fun really begins in this episode, because the way they describe the the story of Joseph Smith is pretty good. I mean, it is really, really good. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to play this first clip for you guys. Joseph Smith was called a prophet, dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. He started the Mormon religion, dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Who's that kooky Joseph Smith? You know, he claims he spoke with God and Jesus. Well, how do you know he didn't? Dum, 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 dum. Joseph Smith was called a prophet. Hey, Joseph, I told my wife that you spoke with God and Jesus, and she didn't believe it. Well, it's true. I did. Where? I was out in the woods, praying. I was asking God if I should be a Protestant, or a Catholic, or what. And suddenly, God and Jesus appeared before me. And they said I should start my own church, because none of the others had it right. And that's exactly how it happened. You see? You believe it now? Well, yeah, sure. Why would he make that up? Dum, 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 dum. Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. And that night he saw an angel. Dum, 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 dum. And please bless mother and father. And please keep our bellies full of yum-yums and luscious goodies. American. A Native American? 
But your skin is white. Yes, long ago all Native Americans were white. We all came to America from Jerusalem. And while we were here, we were visited by Christ. Jesus lived here in America? Yes, eventually my people were all killed by the other tribe of Israel. And as punishment, God turned their skin red. These are the Native Americans you know today. There is an ancient book buried near here, written on gold plates that account my people's lives. Also buried with the book are two seer stones, the Urim and Thummim, which will allow you to translate the writings. Find it and fulfill your destiny. Okay, so after that, um, Stan realizes it's time for him to go home. So he comes home that night, and, you know, he's greeted. The dad's drinking beer. Shelly's watching Friends. Shut up, turd! And the mom is either cutting out coupons or doing a crossword puzzle or something. I don't know. So, Stan asks Randy, who you know, about Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon. You know, he's asking him about it. And Randy gets upset because he thinks that Stan is being brainwashed by a bunch of religious nuts to follow this brand new religion. So Randy makes a decision that he's going to go and he's going to kick this guy's ass. So before he leaves, he asks Stan, uh, is this guy white? Yeah, Dad, he's white. So Randy goes. So Randy walks, he goes to the house, and they're like, Oh, hello, neighbor. Hi, I'm uh, Stan's dad. <gasps> You're Stan's dad. Oh, such a wonderful treat to meet you. Oh, we just made these Rice Krispie squares and they got chocolate over them. Why don't you come in? So, so Randy has this conversation and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Harrison apologize for him thinking that they were trying to brainwash Stan, you know, into becoming a Mormon. So Randy ends up wanting to know more about Joseph Smith. So we go to the next part. Dum, 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 dum. Another New Testament of Jesus Christ. What? Last night, a Native American angel told me where I could find another testament of Jesus Christ, so I went out to the woods. I dug around all morning where the angel had told me to look. Hmm, maybe there isn't anything out here. Wait a tick, what's this? Wow. Inside the stone box, I found the magical seer stones. Under that, I found four gold plates written in strange writing. This must be the gospel that Jesus told the Nephites. Well, they were the most amazing things I'd ever gazed upon. Wolf, so where are they? Where are what? The gold plates and the seer stones, where are they? Oh, oh, well, I was not allowed to take them. 
You see, after I found the plates, the angel Moroni appeared to me again and said that I am not allowed to show the plates or the seer stones to anybody because first I must translate what's written on the plates into English so you can all read it. Dum, 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 dum. Wow! Okay, so after that, Randy comes back home, and Sharon has this funny line. She's like, so, did Clubber Lang kick some ass? And Randy explains about what happened, and Randy makes a decision to become Mormon. The whole family's gonna be Mormon. Wow! So the next day, Stan tries to play with Kyle and Cartman, who probably just came back from Juvenile Hall that day, if you remember last week's episode, and Kenny. So they won't let him because of what's going on with Gary. And Cartman is so funny. He's like, oh, you're with your new girlfriend. Oh, here he comes. So as we see them hanging out, we see the Harrison family and they just came back from I guess a carnival or something because they all have their faces painted and they end up you know going to another place while Gary wanted to hang out with Stan so Gary tells Stan you know you know he tells him that I, I heard about you losing your wallet last night. So I made you a brand new wallet. And the wallet, I, I etched a picture of John Elway on the wallet. Wow. He is really into this one, folks, isn't he? So after that's over, uh, Stan comes home and it's really sort of setting up to what's going to happen when the families meet now before we get to that there is another part where we talk about the book of mormon again and uh let's see what they say on this one dum, 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 dum. what's this all about mr smith mr harris can you keep a secret well, sure I can. I have, in my possession, an ancient book written on gold plates that tells of Jesus Christ's second coming here in America. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. That was sort of a bit of a teaser for what's going to happen. So we get to the meeting, the dinner, with the Harrisons and Stan and his family. So, you know, they meet each other and, you know... Shelly's not really impressed. Sharon's probably got this look of like, what in the world is this? And, you know, Randy's like, oh, yes. Oh, God. You know, you're here. You know, we're going to have this dinner. So then um, they talk about the Book of Mormon. Now, something that Stan brought up was how, according to the Book of Mormon, Adam and Eve were they they lived in missouri i would really like to dig deep into this one more uh if that actually happened or not so um so we get 
one more storytelling of the Book of Mormon and Joseph Smith. So I sort of teased you a little bit with that last bit. So I'm going to play the rest of the clip. So here we go with the final chapter of the Book of Mormon. In America? Really? That sounds kind of... Dum, 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 dum. It's true, and I'm going to translate the plates and publish it into a book for the whole world to read. Now, I know you have a lot of money, Mr. Harris, and I'm just going to need a little bit to pay for the publishing costs. Mm, I don't know. How do you expect to translate it? With these. Rocks? They're not rocks. They're seer stones given to me by an angel. With them, God allows me to translate the plates into English. Watch. You take this quill and paper and write down what I say. Sit here. I have the golden plates here in this hat. I need to have them somewhere dark so I can read this spiritual light. Okay, okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta stop right there. I gotta stop right there real quick. The previous segment, you just said, Joseph Smith, that you could not take the gold tablet. You could not take the rocks. And now, all of a sudden, they're in your house. Anyway, continuing on. Sorry about that. Now, when I put the seer stones into the hat, the ancient letters light up and change to English, which I can then read to you. Wow. Ooh, I'm seeing the light. Oh, okay, write this down. And so, it was that Christ appeared before the Nephites. That's how the book of Mormon was written. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 Martin went home to his wife. Dum 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 dum. And showed her pages from the book of Mormon. Dum 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 dum. And so Joseph Smith put his head into a hat and read to me what the golden plate said. I wrote it all down and we're going to publish it into a book. Martin, how do you know he isn't just making stuff up and pretending he's translating off golden plates? Lucy Harris, smart, 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 smart. Why would he make it up? Martin Harris, dum dum. All right, here. I'm going to hide these pages. If Joseph Smith really is translating off of golden plates, then he'll be able to do it again. But if Joseph Smith is making it all up, then the new translations will be different from these. Okay, fine. I bet he'll have no problem. Lucy Harris, smart, smart, smart. Martin Harris, dumb. So Martin went on back to Smith's and the pages had gone away. Smith got mad and told Martin he needed to go pray. Dum, 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 dum. Look, I'm sorry about losing the pages we worked on, Joe, but I'm ready to write it all down again if you translate from the plates. I would love to, Martin. Except, I just had a vision. And the Lord said he is very angry with me for letting you take those pages. <gasps> he is? Dum, 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 dum. Yes, he is so mad that he will never let me translate from the plate of Lehi again. He said we must now translate from the plate of Nephi. So it will be the same basic story, but written a little differently. Wow! If God got angry with you, then you must be telling the truth! Dum 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 dum! Alright, Martin, let's get to work! Alright, so after that, you know, the story is over, and Stan has pretty much lost it. 
And he's just upset because it's like, how can this all be real? You know, you have this, you know, weird religious belief that is not factually true whatsoever. And, you know, it's just a really stupid story, basically. So, you would think, okay, that's the end. But, the next day, Stan meets up with the guys, and then Gary comes over. And Gary has this talk with Stan. And he says that, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. Some of the things that are told in the book, they may not be real. But it's my belief. And if I believe in it, then that's what I'm going to do, is believe in the Book of Mormon and believe in my religion and support my religion. Basically, well, the, the quote is, the truth is, I don't care if Joseph Smith made it all up, because what the church teaches now is loving your family, being nice, and helping people. And even though people in this town might think that's stupid, I still choose to believe in it. So after he says that, he says that, you know, Stan was being a real jerk and that he can suck his balls. And Carmen's like, oh, he's cool. And that's the end of All About Mormons. This is a really good episode. Oh my gosh, this is such a really good episode. Um, I think I actually had more fun talking about the episode uh, than I did watching it. Not saying that it was a bad episode. It, it was a really good episode. It really was. I mean, uh, when you guys were listening to the uh, Joseph Smith song, my dad was jokingly dancing here in the uh, in quote-unquote studio here. Um, it's just a really funny story. I mean, in all honesty, and, and I want you guys to think about this, not only adult cartoon shows how many TV shows period would even think of doing an entire episode talking about the story of a religion the answer probably 0.0001 it's very small the percentage is very, very small. It is done so well, so cleverly well, that it's a great episode. It really is. I, I have to give this a high rating. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. It is a really, really good episode. And the thing is, you know, we're in season 7, and, you know, this is a series or a season that's had really good episodes. Uh, the 100th episode is a really good episode. Uh, Christian Rock Hard's a really good episode. Last week's episode is a really good episode. This week's episode is a really good episode. So they're really hitting their mark here on uh, this seventh season of South Park. So where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, Train knows a lot about Mormonism, both through his work on the film Orgasmo, where he plays one, and the fact that his high school girlfriend was Mormon. He said, 
Every Mormon I know is a really good person. However, just like any other religion, it gets harder to accept the closer you study it. Some other production notes in this. Um, the character of the new Mormon student Gary is voiced by South Park writer Kyle McCulloch, who himself grew up Mormon. Um, of course, I mentioned Parker and his ex-girlfriend. Uh, the family he had visited, uh, they had family home evening. That's So that is a real thing. That actually happens. Cameron Adams of the Herald Sun, a tabloid Australian newspaper, highlighted the episode among top choice picks in television. Chris Quinn of the San Antonio Express News placed the episode at number seven on his list of the top ten most offensive South Park episodes and therefore maybe the best list. The episode was used as an exhibit in discussing Mormonism in popular culture by Utah Valley State College religious studies professor Dennis Potter in a presentation titled The Americanization of Mormonism Reflected in Pop Culture. KUER's Radio West host Doug Fabrizio used the episode as a case study in a discussion about Mormonism and popular culture. And in the summer of 2013, Fans voted this episode the best episode of season seven. Uh, you know what? Like I, I, like I said, I am giving this a nine, but you're not going to get much of an argument for me. This is a top episode. This is easily like among the top episodes of the seventh season. All right, so let's take a look at how viewers of IMDb thought of this. Of over 2,200 members of IMDb, the average rating for this episode is an 8.9 out of 10. 884 people gave this episode a 10. 661 people gave this episode a 9. That's going to be the rating I give it. 366 people gave this episode an 8. And 73 people gave this episode a 1. Must be those Mormons that were really offended. Going by demographics, over 1,600 males gave a rating in this episode. The average rating there is an 8.9. 165 females that are registered uh, gave their rating. The average rating there is an 8.8. .8. So it is all very, very close in the ratings department. So... Unlike last week's episode where we had a bunch of reviews, we only have two reviews here. Our first one is from Ted G. Ted G wrote, I love this stuff. It isn't because it is sharp commentary that cuts pretty deep. It's because these guys have found a new set, a slightly new set, of abstractions for telling a story. Look at how affectionately they weave a narrative and the perspective on it at the same time. Two conflicting perspectives at that. It's pretty miraculous. There aren't many talented storytellers around. To be effective, you have to invent your own way of telling a story. I know of only few outside movies. These guys and Garrison Kellyer, perhaps. If you happen to, if you happen to be able... 
see this. These guys have invented a new form of storytelling that taps in the myth. And in this case, they tell a story about someone who does the same. And they keep the jury out on whether it is worthwhile. Ted's Valuation, 3 of 3, worth watching. The other review is from Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, All About the Mormons has a new Mormon kid moved to South Park from Utah. The boys all hate him and want Stan to fight him. He ends up being his friend because the kid is so nice. The kid and his family are Mormon and they tell Stan about the history of Mormonism. It's made to poke fun at Mormons and the episode is saying the story is unbelievable. So Stan's father meets them and gets wowed by them so they, so they convert to Mormonism. Stan does not really want to though and eventually gets sick of how nice the boy is. This is a fairly funny episode and like Trapped in the Closet, this one pokes fun at a religion. Well, it does, but I think the difference between this episode and Trapped in a Closet, which I think is like a season or two from now, I'm not really sure, is they have some respect for Mormons in this episode. Trapped in the Closet, they just rip Scientology apart. So, uh, let me give you guys some info on Joseph Smith. Might get a little education here, folks. <laughs> uh, Joseph Smith was born December 23, 1805 in Sharon, Vermont, over here in the U.S. Uh, from May 19, 1842 to June 27, 1844, he was the second mayor of Nauvoo, Illinois. Now, Joseph uh, had multiple wives um, one of them being Emma Smith. And he does have children as well, including Julia Murdoch Smith, Joseph Smith III, so this is Joseph Smith Jr. here, Alexander Hale Smith, David Hiram Smith, and many, many more. Who knows how many more uh, kids that Joseph Smith has. Now, Joseph Smith um, was the first president of the Church of Christ, which would later be known as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Joseph Smith died on June 27, 1844 in Carthage, Illinois after being shot. He was 38 years old. Uh, to go into a little more detail about the death of Joseph Smith, uh, this is, of course, from Wikipedia, so, you know, depending on what you want to think. By early 1844, a rift developed between Smith and a half dozen of his closest associates, most notably William Law, Smith's trusted counselor, and Robert Foster, a general of the Nauvoo Legion, disagreed with Smith about how to manage Nauvoo's economy. Both also said that Smith had proposed, a, proposed marriage to their wives. Believing the descendants were plotting against his life, Smith excommunicated them on April 18, 1844. These descendants formed a competing church, and the following month at Carthage, the county seat, they pro procured indictments against Smith for perjury and polygamy. On June 7th, the descendants published the first and only issue of the Nauvoo Expositor, 
calling for reform within the church and appealing to the political views of the county's other faiths as well as those of former Mormons. The paper decried Smith's new doctrines of many gods, alluded to Smith's theocratic aspirations, and called for a repeal of the Nauvoo City Charter. It also attacked Smith's practice of polygamy, implying that Smith was using religion as a pretext to draw unassuming women to Nauvoo in order to seduce and marry them. Fearing the newspaper would bring the countryside down on the Mormons, the Nauvoo City Council declared the expositor a public nuisance and ordered the Nauvoo Legion to destroy the press. Smith, who feared another mob attack, supported the action, not realizing that destroying a newspaper was more likely to incite an attack than any liable. Destruction of the newspaper provoked a strident call to arms from Thomas C. Sharp, editor of the Warsaw Signal and longtime critic of Smith. Fearing an uprising, Smith mobilized the Naivu Legion on June 18th and declared martial law. Officials in Carthage responded by mobilizing their small detachment of the state militia, and Governor Thomas Ford appeared, threatening to raise a large militia unless Smith and the Naivu City Council surrendered themselves. Smith initially fled across the Mississippi River, but shortly returned and surrendered to Ford. On June 23rd, Smith and his brother Hiram rode to Carthage to stand trial for inciting a riot. Once the Smiths were in custody, the charges were increased to treason. On June 27, 1844, an armed mob with blackened faces stormed Carthage jail where Joseph and Hiram were being held. Hiram, who was trying to secure the door, was killed instantly with a shot to the face. Smith fired three shots from a pepper box pistol his friend, Cyrus Wheelock, had lent him, wounding three men, before he sprang for the window. He was shot multiple times before falling out the window, crying, Oh my lord, my god! He died shortly after hitting the ground, but was shot several more times before the mob dispersed. Five men were later tried for Smith's murder, but were all acquitted. Smith was buried in Nauvoo and is interred there at the Smith Family Cemetery. After his death, non-Mormon newspapers were almost unanimous in portraying Smith as a religious fanatic. Conversely, with Mormonism, Smith was remembered first and foremost as a prophet martyred to seal the testimony of his faith. So, in short, folks, whatever you want to believe, I am fine with it. Just don't push it down my throat. That's all I'm going to say. That's going to do it for this week, so let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. And if you can't find it for any reason, don't worry. Click on the link in the description box, and you are right there. And please visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Your support helps not only this show, but other shows that I do as well. We're getting into the home stretch here of Season 7. There's only three episodes left in the seventh season, so that means in four weeks, it's going to be another South Park special where Fro and I are going to review the last movie, as of this moment, that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have done. But before we get to that, next week's episode, the episode that I'm going to be talking about is But 
out. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and maybe you guys learned something about uh, Joseph Smith and or the Mormons this week. Until next time, I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum.